A rich man and a beggar. And we can find this in Luke 16, 19 to 31, over into chapter 17 to verse 3. Well, it happened one day, many of the Jewish leaders, some of them Pharisees, were in the crowd listening to Jesus teach. And Jesus was repeating a lesson he often taught, loving God and loving others. He reminded them of the Samaritan who had stopped to help the man beaten and thrown by the side of the road. And Jesus hoped they learned to be like that Samaritan who had acted with loving kindness. But Jesus could see when he finished that the Jewish leaders were angry at his words. They were angry because they did not like Samaritans and they did not like that story how one stopped and helped. No. Well, Jesus became silent, looking intently at those leaders. And then Jesus told them another story, hoping it would help them have a change of heart to think and act differently. And this is the story he told them. Once there was a very rich man who had everything money could buy, everything. He lived in this beautiful mansion with lovely gardens all around it. He dressed in the most expensive clothes of royal purple and fine linen, sometimes shipped from faraway lands. And he always sat a very fine gourmet table with the best foods money could buy. And not only did he do that once a week like a lot of rich people, he did it every day. He lived in a luxury loving only the things his money could buy. That's what he thought about, having fun, taking care of himself and his friends. He did not need, he did not need to rely on God. After all, he was rich enough to take care of all his own needs. He didn't need any help from anyone else, including God. But at that rich man's gate, leading up to his mansion, lay a beggar named Lazarus, who was covered in sores, in constant pain and always so hungry, always so hungry. You know, he lived every day praying for God to help him make it through that day. He was merely a lowly beggar, but he worshiped God even in his terrible condition. Mm -hmm. He did not ridicule God for his poverty and he did not blame God for his condition. And you know what? That rich man never stopped to help poor Lazarus, even though he passed by him every day when he would go to his mansion. And the rich man and his rich friends just wished people like that beggar would go somewhere else where they didn't have to see them. And it bothered them, their pitiful lives. Why did they have to be laying around at their door? <sighs> it never occurred to that rich man that he should stop and help the beggar and relieve his misery and pain. Well, Lazarus always watched carefully when the rich man and his friends would have a meal on the open patio. He could watch them. And when they would leave the table and go inside, he would quickly crawl to the patio, hoping to eat the crumbs left behind. That was before the dogs got there to eat them because the dogs, they always did come. And they would lick up, lick up whatever crumbs they could find. And often after they were done licking up crumbs, they would lick the wounds on poor Lazarus. It was a very sad situation. And over time, Lazarus the beggar became too weak and too sick to move. And he died and was given a burial, as far as we know, just of what common people would have had, which was being thrown into a public dump. 
Well, several years later, the rich man, he died too. Now, most likely in Bible times, if rich people died, they had very, very nice funerals. Everything was taken care of ahead of time. So it would be a, a good funeral, a good sending away. Now, some time later, after they both died, the rich man opened his eyes and realized he had died and was in a very dark place. There were no rich friends around and no money. He had no way of getting out of that darkness. It was just him in a very dark, gloomy, and despairing place. And terror struck deep in his heart when he realized he was stuck in this horrible place with no means to change it. Money could not buy his way out. It could not supply his need, and he was not able to help himself. Well, the rich man in his agony and torment looked up and far away. He could see a man next to someone who looked like Abraham, the father of the righteous. Could that be the beggar that lay at his gate? He had seen him many times. And as he kept staring, he knew it was. It was that beggar named Lazarus. He knew Lazarus' name. But Lazarus was in this wonderful place, like a paradise, an Eden, a beautiful kingdom, and in the loving care and presence of those like righteous Abraham. And the rich man called out, Father Abraham, Father Abraham, have pity on me and come to my rescue. Give me relief from this darkness and agony. Touch me, touch me with the hope of some kind of relief. Send Lazarus, send Lazarus to put water on my hot and thirsty tongue. But Abraham answered the rich man, Lazarus cannot come to you and you cannot come to Lazarus. You received your reward from living as you did not need God, but only your money. You didn't help others in great need. Lazarus has received his reward because he loved God, even in his terrible condition. And now God has given him comfort. Now, this rich man had five brothers who were just like him, living for themselves and not caring about anyone else. And like the rich men, since they could buy whatever they desired, you know, they were his brothers. They could do like he did. They felt no need for God. And the rich man, he realizes they have the same fate awaiting him, awaiting them that he has. And he feels something like love or concern for his brothers. And he calls out, oh, Father Abraham, I beg you, Father Abraham, please send Lazarus to my five brothers to warn them so they will not have to come to this horrible place where I am. Please send Lazarus. Here is this rich man in this terrible place and he still wants Lazarus, the beggar he knew, to come out of this beautiful paradise where he was to go take care of his brothers and get something on his tongue to relieve his agony. Hmm. Well, Abraham answered him, if I would send Lazarus to your five brothers, they would not listen to him. They have the words of Moses and the prophets. They need to listen to them. And the rich man, he cried out again. Oh, please, please, Father Abraham, if someone, if someone from the dead arises and goes to them, they will listen and repent. They will change their ways. They will think differently. They will act differently. But Abraham replied, 
If they do not listen to the words of Moses and the prophets, they will not listen, even if someone rises from the dead to warn them. And we're going to learn in a story not too far ahead that there is someone who rises from the dead and tries to warn them, but they do not listen. Jesus knew. And Jesus ended this strange story and looked at those Jewish leaders. You know, this story had been especially for them if only they would change their hearts and express love for God and for others, especially those in need. How Jesus wished they would take his words to heart before it was too late for them. He really wanted them to change so they would not be the way they were. And he ended that with a serious warning looking at them. There will always be temptations that can lead a person to sin. That's what he said. And then he added, it is better for a person to be thrown into the sea with a rock tied to his neck than face the punishment waiting for those who cause harm to the most helpless among us. That's what he told those Jewish leaders right there. You know, they did often fall into temptations. Number one, they denied Christ, Jesus Christ, God on earth, and they saw no need to listen to him. And number two, here he tells them if they cause harm. And you know, the, this story, that rich man caused harm by not helping. He did not help the beggar. We can cause harm by doing something that actually harms and by not doing anything to create less harm. Mm -hmm. You know, in this story, the rich man was not, a, being rich was not the sin. Having an important position and living in a beautiful place was not a sin. What was a sin was that rich man's attitude of not caring about anyone else. He didn't care about the beggar he saw every day. And he never stepped up to help when he had the ability to help. That was the sin. And the other was he had a position of authority and he used it for his own gain with his friends, his rich friends, instead of using that to help someone else who he could have helped. He had the authority to help him and he did not. So there's something that we should remember. Always remember that when you have some riches or you are in a position that you can help someone, you are responsible towards others. You really are. And always remember, it is God who gives you your blessings. You just didn't get them on your own. And thank him for those blessings. Thank him and rely on him. Don't think you can do it on your own. And you really cannot be selfish. That is a sin. You know, there are some very important lessons we learn from this story of a rich man and a beggar. Mm -hmm. But next time we are going to hear a story about 10 lepers. Do you remember what leprosy is? What lepers were? We'll find out more next time.